Hello, I'm Eve, the host of Die Happy Tonight. Welcome to my podcast. Eve's job features true stories from the bold women that frequent our events in New York City and around the world. Enjoy. So, I've been in the sex industry for a while. Um, by that I mean I've worked in fetish. I was a dominatrix for about three years. So, I've never stepped into a quote-unquote strip club before that. And I knew this was that kind of environment, but a little bit different. So, I was ecstatic. I wanted to try flirting, you know, I was a horrible flirt. So, it was a great experience. How was your first sexual experience? Was the guy awesome? No, it sucked. It was horrible. The first guy I met here, honestly, he was more into the fetish aspect of, you know, what I did. And he ended up asking me to do kind of like a dom session here. And I was so upset because I really wanted to shake my ass and I didn't get to. So I ended up going to home upset. I mean, I left with his money, but I left pretty upset. I've definitely gained something in this industry since I've started. I can approach guys. Usually what it was is I've always had guys approach me my whole life. So the whole dynamic where the guy gets to say no and the hot girl is having to go and pursue the man is like a dynamic I wasn't used to. So the fact that I got to really embrace that it's amazing. Now I can flirt with anyone. It's insane. Oh, now I just say hi. I mean, the worst thing they can say is no. It's basically the roles reverse, you know, and I'm all for role reversal being from my background and whatnot, so I'm enjoying the hell out of this. Did you have like a strict upbringing? Or were your parents like super chill Uh, I did have a strict upbringing. My parents were very religious, and I find that a lot of the girls that I've been meeting here kind of had the same thing. But at the same time, my parents were from another country, so they didn't really understand the whole American culture and whatnot. But of course, as I grew, the less and less strict they were, and now we're kind of at a balance. They're just understanding, you know, the culture and the lifestyle and what I'm into and whatnot. Yeah. I have a feeling they know I do because uh, I was staying at their place for a while and I ended up ordering a stripper pole. So, you know, they could put two and two together. I come in with a lot of money. They're like, hey, you know, let me get some of that. So, you know, they, they have an idea. They just, they want to make sure that I'm being very smart in everything I do and I'm safe. They, they just don't want to know about it, of course, because it's not what they're used to. And they're very they're being really open minded, like accepting everything I've done so far, but I think they're low key proud of me, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I found a way to make it in this country and it's taken them my whole life to make it to a certain point, you know? And I've literally done what they've done in about twenty years and about two years. Um, what's your favorite like fetish? My favorite fetish is foot fetish for sure. I love me some foot fetishes. I, I don't know, there's something, I've created a bond with it. I'm into it in so many levels, like you have absolutely no idea. How far does it go? Oh, it goes far. Let me tell you, it goes far. And the farther it goes, the more into it I am. How far? Like, describe like the farthest foot fetish you know. Okay, I, I'm gonna keep it 
I'm going to keep it for the sake of uh, putting it out there. I'm going to keep it in illegal terms. I mean, you can step on the guy's nuts. Like, that's, like, fucking awesome. It's, you know, squish someone's balls with your toes. Uh, it goes pretty far, you know, like, kicking, stepping, smelling, you know. I've, you know, stepped on shit and the guy's licked it off of my foot, like, there's been extreme things I've done. My feet have done insane things, yeah. I used to have a website, and my thing was to go outside and publicly do things. So I would walk around the park, like Union Square per se, because I'm from that area, and i just ask guys, hey, smell my feet or lick my feet. And these random strangers would be sucking and licking my feet. Uh, you have no idea how much fun I had in that world. And every time I hook up with a guy and I see that he's staring at my pedicure for a little longer, you already know I'm going to like massacre him with my foot. I think I could give a pretty damn good foot job. However, I've only done it once with the guy I was like completely in love with. Like, I've never done it in like a hookup situation. But uh, he, he, he said I did a pretty good job and my guy was a freaky foot guy, you know? How do you give a hand job? Well, hopefully you know how to give a hand job, and then you follow the same technique with your feet. If you're you're really good, you just like grab the dick with your toes. And you should, you should. I mean, if you just use one, you're just kicking the guy's dick somewhere to the other side. You know, it's not unless you know he's into some sort of pressure, then you can use one foot to lean it across the leg. But you know, you should master the stroke. I think. There's uh, techniques you can practice. You can put a little water bottle up there, spray it with some oil, you know. Go up and down with your feet a little bit, get used to it, and then boom, put a cock there and start going at it. I think you'll be fine. Okay, honestly, I give some pretty goddamn great blowjobs, but I don't do them, and I haven't done one in a while, so. I don't know, I honestly don't like to give blowjobs because I feel like the more blowjobs I give, the greedier the guy becomes and I'd rather sit on his face. But when you see that really nice dick, and it's a rarity because believe me, if it's not a huge nice dick, it's not coming in my mouth. For a dominatrix, uh, it's a whole other field. It's whatever the girl wants to see happen underneath her, you know? She can't feel the action of the guy sucking the dildo, you know, so it's whatever visually excites her, so it's back to the same advice I would give a girl, you know, just don't bite the dick, because that's fucked up, she may make you suck a real one one day and you don't want the guy to slap you in the face, and uh, yeah, you know, it's go, I'm sure once you're with a dominatrix, you're pretty much, you know, you're under whatever she wants to do, so you don't really have to worry about doing anything, that's the beauty of it. People get to let go of every single decision and just let someone else make them for them. So, you know, just be ready to like take cocks in your mouth because that's what you're made for if you get that far. Straight cocks in your mouth. What's the weirdest request you've ever gotten? Have you ever gotten a request that you're like, no? So, the weirdest request I've ever gotten was when I had my foot fetish website up. And there was this guy from Dubai and he was a midget. And he asked me through email if I could step on him until he died. Basically, he wanted to be crushed by me entirely. Now, he was a legit dwarf from Dubai, girl. Like this guy, five names, Arabic, whatever. He was he was about to drop some real cash. And it wasn't only him. It was some other guy that wanted me to chop his dick off. And I'm not going to lie, like, 
morally, I was so okay with it, you know, but legally, that would be fucked up. So, like, you know, I can't just step on a fucking midget and cut a guy's dick off and call it a night and act like everything's okay. So I had to neglect. I would say it's my morals, but who am I gonna lie to? I mean, that'd be totally cool, like, to fucking die one day and know I fucking crushed a midget. Like, the fuck? Like, it's awesome. How'd you get into this whole thing? Like, did you oh, I love this style. So, let's Were see. You, did you always get in trouble? No, actually, I was a nerd. I was a teacher's pet. I ended up dropping out of school in high school because I got. I was started off in a really awesome high school, and I'm a music nerd. So, I was like, you know, in the music thing. I was, and then they switched me once they found out what I really lived to. The most ghetto high school, metal detectors, gang fight the first day, and my nerdy ass was like, fuck no. I mean, mind you, outside of school, I was like a total savage, but inside of school, like, I really cared about my education. So I had to actually teach myself throughout high school, and I was lucky the school was so ghetto, I could literally go there only on my regions and whatever, and I made it till the 12th grade, then I just got my GD, I went straight to college. I, I don't really, I can't say I've had a dance and you know, whenever one of the guys comes in and he has a gigantic penis and he gets erect while I'm dancing on him, that's my favorite dance. That is legit my favorite dance because honestly, like, sometimes I'm trying to sexually connect with a person when I'm dancing with them, you know? And it's very hard to find some things in certain people because they make it so difficult. You know, the awkwardness in its own is a turn on, but at the same time, some people, I... I I give my zero percent after a dance because I'm like, you know what, bro, let's go for a drink. Like, I'm not feeling it. Like, I can't. Like, but that's a rarity. Like, I'm, I can find in a lot of people something I'm attracted to, you know? Uh, what are you most proud of in life? Being alive. That's a hard task when you live life the way I live it, you know? Like, I get myself in so many situations that are pretty fucked up, but... I'm just happy that I'm here to experience them. That makes every moment, like I feel like you're, are you spiritual? Very spiritual. Can you talk to me a little bit about how your view on spirituality? My idea of spirituality is how people connect with each other and the world we're surrounded by, you know? It's literally all that, that's the whole concept for me in my brain. I, I'm very careful of the way I treat other people and how I react, but at the same time, I can't be too good. Like, I feel like there's definitely a balance needed in this world. So I have to be somewhat of a bitch, and it's perfect, because I love being a bitch. I have to keep both of them toned down to a degree, you know? I don't know, there's, honestly, like, this world makes absolutely no sense to me, so all I can do is do by others as I would want to myself, which is pretty fucked up, because everyone's morals are different, you know? But I feel like being spiritually connected is, uh, you know, don't be a goddamn asshole, you know? Like, there's a lot of assholes out there and bitter fucking people, and there's a lot of fucked up shit out there, but we're the ones doing it, so, you know? People have to stand there and... The more you're in control of yourself, the more you're in control of everything around you. So I feel like I've noticed working here, it's like, it doesn't even matter. You can be the most stunning girl ever in the whole world, but it's, a lot of it here is like, why? I feel like it's definitely personality that, that overdraws everything here because 
I, there could be a girl that's really dumb as shit and she's making a lot of money and uh, she could look really ugly or whatever someone's perspective ugly is and she's still making a lot of money but it really depends on how you make the other person feel you know all the men are coming here to feel a type of way uh, what's the scariest thing you've ever done? That's a big uh, question, actually. That really is a great question. Um, in this world or in general? Answer how you want to answer it. The scariest thing I've ever done. I think I'm a pothead, so I go to very secluded places at night to smoke weed. Sometimes I'm in Central Park at 3 o'clock in the morning and some homeless kid that hates life comes up to me, clicks the knife, and I have to learn how to get myself out of that situation. Uh, I got stabbed six times once. That was pretty fucking scary. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, there, there's... Uh, well, one day uh, I was living here in not too far from where I was raised and... Some guy broke into my apartment and I was with this guy, which mind you, was the fucking shit. When I tell you, like, I'm a wild girl, right? So it takes a wild girl to, like, handle a wild girl. We were doing all types of crazy things together. So I ended up seeing this guy getting stabbed in front of me. I had no idea he was getting stabbed, so I jumped in and, uh, you know, ended up getting stabbed myself. But we both survived. Then we broke up, but fuck it, we both survived, and uh, that was an experience, you know? We're still really close friends and shit, and the guy's in jail, but it was scary as fuck, but at the same time, there was a piece right before I died, you know? Like, I I kind of felt like it was okay, but I had a feeling that I was, that wasn't it, you know what I mean? Like, I knew that that wasn't my time to die, and I'm like, okay, fuck it, you know? There's more years for me to be an idiot. You know, the funniest thing about the whole situation is that I was actually in the peace of my home. Out of every crazy place in the world that I've ever stepped into where anyone would think that's dangerous, I was in the peace of my own home. So, you know, I feel like people should live with no inhibitions or however you pronounce that, you know, just go fucking live because you really never know when the fuck something's gonna happen, you know. Yeah, my life was never ordinary, even from before, it's just created it a little, now I just have scars, it makes my body a little extraordinary too, you know? But you survived everything because you're meant, you're, there's a reason, you know? Oh yeah, you know, there's a definite reason, my, I haven't had enough dick in my life yet, for sure, like, and vagina, for sure. Like, I, I'm, I'm all for most, so there's a lot of sexual experimenting. I mean, other than music, sex makes me happy, so I have to dig into both before I get out of this world. What turns you on the most? What turns me on the most? Confidence, for sure. When someone's confident and, on top of that, open-minded. Those are the two things that really turned me on. When someone's closed-minded, I may sleep with them if they have a really big dick. But other than that, that's all it's gonna be for me. Sex is more of a connection, so when I find someone that has absolutely no criticism towards my life and it just minds their own business and is confident with their own sexuality, I will rape the shit out of them. So I feel like you're, you enjoy being wild and single, like what would it, what kind of guy would it take for you to like, be like, okay, I'll build my boyfriend.
I'm happy to see him getting out of his shell and experimenting with the stuff that I know he really desires, you know? If you desire something, you have to see. Is it okay? Like, am I gonna get legally in trouble? And then if that, like, what? You have to define your own minds. Be your own goddamn boss, you know? Set yourself free. I, I don't like people. Like, scared to get out of their shell. Like, if someone is like, you know, when people are just like, nah. I have to be forceful when people are scared to get out of their shell because I feel like it's my duty to at least you know, give them that option, you know, at least push it a little further because they're not going to do that, you know, they're not going to take that step on their own, they need someone else to do it for them, and they need someone else to be okay with it, because the reason why they're prudes is because they're so worried about their image, like, they've been concerned about their image for so long that the slightest thing concerns, they're basically parents, they need a Xanax, like, that's, that's all they need, they need a Xanax and some titties. I'm Ariana. I'm 23 years old, and I dare you to come see me at Rosewood. Eavesdrop, produced by Die Happy Tonight, a New York City-based nightlife design company and the creators of Rosewood. Meet the women in this podcast at our private events in New York City and throughout the world by joining our email list at www.diehappytonight.com. <laughs>